the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. By Rob Black and his guests are none. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial money, investing, and much, much more. What's on your financial mind? Anything we can talk about? You tell me. I'm kind of easy when it comes to this kind of stuff. Money? Sure, we could do that. Investing? Absolutely. We can go as far as talk Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. Most viewed video on Google's YouTube website, surpassing Justin Bieber's Baby. Video contains satirical lyrics about the habits of the wealthy South Koreans and features choreography, mimicking horse riding, hitting 805 million views on November 24th. Justin Bieber's Baby had 803 million views. Video has been watched 7 to million, 10 million times a day. Park Jae Sang, pseudonym Psy, he's appeared on Ellen DeGeneres Today Show. He's a partner of YouTube's. He's a partner of Google's. It's an important video to Google. Very important video to Google. So we can talk things like that if you want. Talk about investing, day trading. I'm pretty easy, all things considered. I know, I know, I know. It's not the best way to refer to yourself as easy. But I feel I'm pretty easy. Senator Dick Durbin on Sunday said, there has been much progress in the fiscal cliff over the last 10 days. When Congress was gone for its Thanksgiving recess. So there's some negative bias out there going on today on Wall Street. A lot of people want to point fingers at Republicans. A lot of people want to point fingers at Democrats. Facebook today got an important upgrade to buy. Dow's down 69, NASDAQ down 2, SP 500 down 6. Those are your market numbers for you. Facebook's upgrade is interesting because the analyst who's been covering it has been totally right. He said sell when it came public. He said hold when the lockup period expired in November. And now he's saying buy. Between you and me, I'm only giving this guy the benefit of the doubt because so far he's been right. I'm not sure that makes any sense to you. Like In the world of you, me, and him, I'm going with him. When the company came public, I said, wait, no rush. Let's wait till all the insiders are done selling. Let's wait till we see what happens with the capital gains. I may have waited too long. Does that make sense? In a world of rock, paper, scissors, he may be right. On the other hand, Facebook's fraud problem could also be worse than expected. 
You can go find me on Facebook group page. I hate Rob Black. You can find me at Facebook, Kron, K-R-O-N, Rob Black. But what I can also tell you is that look at some of the people who like me and follow me. Some of them don't appear to be real people. And that's a bit of a fraud issue, especially when you bring in advertisers. If I'm told you pay 30 bucks and you're going to hit 1 billion eyeballs, I'd be interested, right? But what happens if they say you pay 30 bucks and you'll get half a billion? Like, yeah, I like that billion number. The monthly average users, they're expecting that 5 to 6% are fakes. I'm not quite sure who these people are, but they appear to be hot chicks from Asia who want a husband. They could be the guy in Iowa who wants to have a relationship outside his marital relationship. Who are these fake users? I can tell you just following my user base, it's higher than I want. Like, I wanted as many fans as possible. Ding, 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 ding. Like me, Kron, K-R-O-N, Rob Black. Like me, Twitter, Rob Black Show. I mean, we all want fans, especially since I can be fired at any moment, right? I live in the fear of being fired. I live in the face of it. It moves me, come to the dark side. So for the month of June, Facebook said, you know, hey, we've punted a lot of users, and about 91 million were fake. For the month of June, 91 million? So if Facebook doesn't figure out who's fake and who's real, monthly average user numbers are are bogus. So when you hear something like a meaningfully lower fake profile, we live in the 21st century as far as advertising goes, right? As far as investing goes. One of the first metrics that they teach you in becoming an analyst in technology is ARPU, average revenue per user. Then it turns into how much time, how much spending per user. So Facebook never mentions the word impersonator, i.e. identity theft. But that happens as well. So be very, very cautious. Again, I'm not, I, I like Facebook at these levels a lot more than I like Facebook at the $40 level. And I think the analyst is right. I think it does go higher. I think it is a buy. I think we will see upside to their numbers. But along the way, we're going to find things that we don't like about the company. What a tangled web we weave. So Dick Durbin said the obvious. Saying not a lot of progress got done over the last 10 days because Congress was in recess. And that's the headline that a lot of people are focusing on this morning. 10 days from now, if that's the headline, there's going to be a lot of stress. Now, again, I almost want the fiscal cliff to happen. I don't think it would be the worst thing in the world to suddenly become tighter as a nation. Spain has its problems, but it's a lot better off than it was a year ago. Italy has its problems, but it's a lot better off than it was a year ago. And shoppers came out aplenty for Black Friday. 
I saw a number that said 237 million Americans shopped. That's almost every American. I don't want to know what shop means in this statistic because it could have been online shopping. And I did some online shopping. Ah, the fresh taste of water on a Monday morning. What do you have in mind today? 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. It is a seminar week. It is the last live seminar of the year that I do. It's a wealth preservation planning event. You can sign up at robblack.com. It's going to be at the Elks Lodge. The Elks Lodge. Thursday night, 6 to 9 p.m. in Palo Alto. Learn all about retirement issues, wealth issues at robblack.com. Robblack.com. It's the Elks Lodge. Thursday evening, 6 to 9 at Palo Alto. And the NASDAQ is down five points. The 10-year note is yield. Rob Black. Rob Black. Talking all things financial. Money investing and much, 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 much more. Anything you want to talk about, we talk about it here. Don't be shy. We have an up day on Facebook. A down day at the SP 500, down six. The Nasdaq down five. And the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 68. Welcome into the show, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And you can meet him in person at Wealth Preservation Retirement Seminar coming your way soon. Mr. Burton, at these Wealth Preservation Retirement Seminars, we talk a lot about you know, rules of thumb in retirement, retirement products, you know, how to hand in, handle your wealth to make it sure that it lasts till the day you die. Let's talk about the given. Let's talk about the thing that is obvious, mm-hmm. the, the static. You can't really do much about it, I don't think. Let's see. Social Security is what I'm getting at. Well, everybody asks, is Social Security going to be, be there? Okay. And there's a lot of myths running around around Social Security, and I can... Point people if they want to email me, chatachatburn.com, towards a Morningstar article that was written recently. Um, and it talks about, for example, in 2011, there was like I don't know, $69 million more of income into the Social Security system than they paid out. Okay. And they talk about things like, you know, supposedly Social Security is nothing but IOUs. That's not true. They actually, Social Security pool and lends money to the federal government. Yeah. And even in 2033. Let's, let's, slow, that, let's slow that down and, and explain that to people. Okay. Social Security is not a business. All they are doing is they're collecting money from you and me who are working, mm-hmm. and they're giving it to the government, and the government's going to figure it out later. Right. Because it's, it's just a, it's a shill. It's not even, it's not real. There's nothing there. See, that's there. kind of a myth. There is something there. Is uh, there, is there, a, is I'll there send a, you a bank at Social Security? That it's my it's going a tracked into? amount of money that comes in versus go out. So it's not necessarily a shill. It's not paper IOUs. Well, even in 2033, when the fund itself is supposed to run out, based on projections of current population there's still enough just on current payroll taxes to fund 75% of the outflow of Social Security. So when people ask me, will it be there, for people that are 45 years and older, I say absolutely. It will be there. Do I think it's going to project and, and Social Security will increase every year for retirees at 2 to percent or more with inflation? No, I don't. I think that's one of the things that might change. Social Security is not what's causing the major budget deficits in the United States. It's, it's Medicare and Medicaid. It's the health care side. Okay. Okay. So Social Security will be there, and um, you know it comes out of your paycheck as a tax. One of the things you need to know about Social Security is it's taxed when you retire if you have a decent retirement. You better hope your Social Security's income is taxed because what how they calculated that is if one half your Social Security plus all your other income is over thirty-two thousand if you're single or forty-two thousand if you're married filing jointly, eighty-five percent of Social Security is taxable. So you better hope it's taxable, right? <laughs> you better hope you have more income than that. Right. Um, and 
there's it does go up with inflation, but Medicare Part B is comes right out of your Social Security check. So even that year, I think it was 2009 or 10, where they didn't increase Social Security for the first time ever, um, Medicare Part B costs went up by double digits. Okay. And it made up and it ate away into the people's into people's checks. So it was kind of tough for retirees. Um, but you need to really maximize Social Security. Take some time to do that. There's uh, there's several sites that help you max out your Social Security benefits. For example, sometimes you know you could have a husband and wife. The husband retires early, wife's still working. Instead of taking his own Social Security benefit, he could take a spousal benefit, for example, a lower benefit, and then switch back to his own benefit at age 66. There's little tricks like that that may work for you and your family situation. So um, there's like uh, let's see, one of the sites that I like, SocialSecuritySolutions.com. Um, you can pay a fee, and they'll help you maximize your Social Security situation. Uh, people that are under a certain age won't get those paper statements anymore, so you have to go to the Social Security website to get that. Um, but you really need to know what your Social Security is going to be and what the tricks are to potentially maximize. You know what I always loved about getting those Social Security statements? Was I got to see how much money I made when I was like 16 years old. Mm-hmm. It shows every year of your income, mm-hmm. and that's something you probably don't want the spouse to see. Well, well, the other thing though is that I've I've ran into situations. I've been in this business for you know, 19 years. And there's several times where I've seen people look at their statement and a, a year of earnings is missing. There's a there's a problem with either tax return not being reported or income not being reported correctly, and so they had to, they've had to fix that problem. So Social Security has the right records. That's pretty interesting. I would never have imagined that. So that's why it's still important to you know at least. Every couple of years, check what the Social Security website is reporting on you in terms of what your income was. I'm with you. I'm with you. Anything else that we need to know about Social Security? Because I think we hit it pretty hard here. Um, don't let that be your only source of guaranteed oh. lifetime income. You know, okay, so a little bit more. Yeah, so you do recommend no, no fee, no commission annuities for part, or I guess there's other ways of getting income, portfolio income, dividend income. Right. But that's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed for your lifetime. So, yeah, there's really you do want about 20 to 30% of your your income coming from a source that will guarantee it if you live till 110, 120, for example. How about this idea? How about I just live off half-off deals when I'm in retirement, so I need half as much money when I'm in retirement than I expect? They call those Groupon retirees? <laughs> it's not going to work, is it? <laughs> Get half a coffin when you die. <laughs> We already know I need the jumbo coffin or the husky coffin, as I like to refer to it. Sears husky coffin. With that said, you'll meet Chad at an upcoming event. Learn more at robblack.com. It's Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning Events. He's great at them. I'm good. He's great. You can find Chad online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black. You can find me at Twitter, Rob Black Show, Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. I have a YouTube channel, Rob Black Show. We can talk about Cyber Monday this year, post-Thanksgiving online discounts relegated to Cyber Monday. But, you know, honestly, doesn't it seem like it's all just one big shopping event now, post-Halloween? Online sales for Black Friday were up 21% from last year. On Thanksgiving, sales rose 17% compared to 2011. Two people were shot. At a Walmart, I saw some video of a woman, basically, some dude was pulling her ponytail to keep her away from uh, some Google phones while his friends swooped in. Pulling a woman's ponytail. Elect me as president, and that person gets put to death. Then again, 
it is interesting that after the day of celebrating family, Thanksgiving, we celebrate material objects on Black Friday. It takes us one day to go from, I'm thankful for my family, I'm thankful for loved ones, let's go buy stuff that we're going to put in landfill down the road. Walmart, Amazon, Best Buy, and Taylor, they all had pre-Black Friday deals. I don't get this whole Cyber Monday. Like, I'm starting to, I'm jaded. And that's the best part about America is you can sit on the sidelines and whine and moan about people that are shopping. Like, that's the best part about being American is that the whiners and moaners have their day. Right? Are you with me? I know you got to be with me on this one. Hey, big event coming up in the Elks Lodge in Palo Alto this Thursday. Thursday. I mean, it's right around the corner. You can find out more at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. It's the Elks Lodge Thursday Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning. Sign up at robblack.com. Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and much, much more. Gene Chizik, amongst five coaches fired. Why is that noteworthy? Because two seasons ago, he guided the school to its first national championship since 1957. Talking about a world of what have you done for me lately? Right? Wall Street's the same way. Companies like Apple, publicly traded, huge winner. It's not about what it's done for you lately. It's about where it's going. A lot of GMs in baseball hire baseball players based on their past performance. In theory, Billy Bean was good at projecting the future. I don't even know that's true. Wayne Gretzky said once, said, you know, skate to where the puck's going, not to where it is. So Gene Chizik, two years ago, wins the national championship. Some would say they had an easy schedule. Some would say, blah, 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 blah. Anyhow, and anyway, uh, it just goes to show you, like, what have you done for me lately? You have to grasp that as an investor. To get your calls in the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Got a big seminar coming up this weekend. Good chance to come out, do a little financial planning, retirement, concepts, wealth preservation, estate planning will be brought up. Let's bring in Michelle Lerman. An estate planning attorney. Michelle, how are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Hope you had a good Doing well. I did. Thank you. Um, let's talk about death and taxes. Now that we're done with how Thanksgiving, exciting. let's talk about death and taxes. Um, I'll let you start. Um, estate planning and trusts aren't easy, so give me a concept that you want to hit today. Well, I think that as a, as a mother of four and an estate planning attorney, I've been uh, an attorney for nearly, gosh, 30 years, uh, I think that if, for people who have children, the, probably the most important question they're going to ask is what would happen to my kids if something happened to me? If I died, what would happen to my kids? 
So I think that the basic, um, that's one of the basic questions that someone should ask to spur them into doing their estate planning, because if they don't have a will, they're not going to appoint the person as the guardian. The guardian is who takes care of your kids, both financially and physically. Who are the kids going to live with? With that being said, that's obviously a big concept that we all, you know, work through, you know, taking care of our children when we pass away, but having enough before we pass away to make sure that we've lived a good life. Um, what happens if, to me, what happens to my kids? You know, what happens to my will if my kids die, so to speak? What would happen to my house and my bank accounts if I died? Well, it's very costly to transfer assets if someone dies without doing probate, I mean, without uh, having an estate plan, because in California, the assets would have to go through probate. Um, not all assets. For example, if all you had is a retirement account and it has a beneficiary designation, that might be the exception where a living trust to avoid probate isn't uh, so critical. But generally speaking, it's very expensive in California to pass away because probate is a court procedure, and that's typically what happens if someone dies without a living trust. So it, it's interesting concept. A lot of people, I don't think, think, you know, we all think about what if I die of my kids, but what if I die of my bank accounts, my house? What if there were an right. accident or we get sick or we become incapacitated? You know, business affairs, trust me, they're tough on a day-by-day basis when you're, when you're capacitated. Uh, but let's talk a little business affairs, per se, when you're deathly ill, sick, accident, in a wheelchair, brain dead, situations along those lines. What lovely topics we're talking about this morning. But it is I know. so important to address these issues. Typically, you're going to want to have a living trust because that's your instruction manual, not only if you were to pass away, but if you were to become incapacitated. You appoint the trustee, that's the person who's gonna manage everything for you, and it basically gives instructions on what the trustee can do and what the trustee can't do. But in addition to having a trust, you're also gonna wanna have a durable power of attorney because some assets aren't gonna be in a trust. An example of that might be retirement accounts. You're gonna want to have a durable power of attorney for appointing someone to make your financial decisions, your investment decisions over assets that aren't in the trust. But you have to be careful because many institutions want to have their own durable power of attorney form. So even if you had an attorney prepare a durable power of attorney for you, you're going to want to go to wherever you have your retirement accounts and make sure that you have the proper durable power of attorney forms that they want you to fill out. Anything else that we need to know, Michelle? It's pretty simple and easy to get estate planning done. And generally, sooner or later, someone is going to need a lawyer to handle their estate. And so I always uh, tell people it is much less expensive, much simpler to get an estate planned out before someone dies and before someone's incapacitated. And unfortunately, so many of our clients are ill and suffering from, um, from health challenges. And that is such a difficult time to do estate planning. So I say, do it when you're young, do it when you're healthy. Clients say, why do I need estate planning? I'm gonna live for another 20 years. I'm gonna live for another 50 years. I'm healthy, I'm young. That's when you do it, when you're healthy and when you're young. Thanks very much. It's Michelle Lerman. You can have a chance to meet her this Thursday, Thursday, 
evening six to nine at the Elks Lodge in Palo Alto. It's the last event of the year. You can sign up at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. It's a wealth preservation retirement planning event. Everyone should have an estate plan who has a house in the state of California, period. You know, getting political on you for a second, you know, the estate plan, the estate tax is going to jump from, you know, $5 million down to $1 million this year, maybe. Who knows? When do you trigger the estate tax? When do you give to the government your estate, your wealth, your house for dying? Just for dying, you have to give it up. Not necessarily so. You need to find out more about wealth preservation retirement planning. This Thursday, 6 to 9, Elks Lodge. It's on El Camino Real. Uh, it's real close to where Dinah's Garden used to be. So uh, that just give you a... A rally point, so to speak. You can sign up at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. To get your calls on the show, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. Big, interesting article in the New York Times today. Editorial piece written by Warren Buffett. You either love him or you hate him. But you know him. He's the second richest man in the United States. He's calling on those earning more than 500000 to have a minimum rate of at least 30% on all income above a million dollars. Lawmakers are returning to work this week after taking Thanksgiving break off. How do they avoid these so-called fiscal cliff with more than $600 billion in tax hikes and spending cuts? Hit Romney, who ran for the Republican side of the fence to become president of the United States. The defeated presidential candidate. Grover Norquist has encouraged lawmakers to sign a pledge shunning tax increases. I get on this radio show weekly, and it's funny because I could say things like, let's take away tax loopholes. Let's take away tax deductions. Let's increase taxes. Let's decrease taxes. I can play any side of the fence, and people get pissed. That tax the rich. And the rich are like, hey, but I've got like 50 people working for me. Like, I'm already contributing multiple times over to this site. They're paying income taxes. I'm paying Social Security taxes. We're paying work taxes. We're consuming, you know? Buffett's worth $46 billion. And he is absolutely 100% right that we need to get rid of things like carried interest. Look, I'm in the highest tax bracket. I can tell you I don't pay the highest tax bracket. Tax deductions favor me enormously, and I take advantage of each and every one of them. If you want to tax people at a higher tax bracket, tax them at a higher tax bracket. Get rid of tax deductions. But then the ramifications of that are going to be bigger than you think. You know, part of the reason I own a home is the tax deductions. Otherwise, I could be quite honest with you. It might make more sense for me to rent. Makes you mobile. Could put you in the best neighborhood if you want. You know, I own a home that I don't need that much space. And I hate it. It drives me nuts. I've met people in the last five to ten years that they're like, you know what? I only need four, five, six hundred square feet. I, I don't need a mansion. And I don't have a mansion. On the East Coast, I had a mansion. It wasn't really a mansion as much as it was a plantation. I don't really need that much space. So I kind of like the idea is as I grow up, as I grow more mature, you know, we as a society were way too materialistic. I could say things like, let's get rid of the 
interest tax deduction. People are like, ah, the ramifications. Ah, the ramifications. You know, maybe it means America might live in smaller places, decreasing our carbon footprint, improving our ecology. Maybe it means we have more money to save or, or blow on things like BMWs if we're not blowing it on square footage. People love their square footage. Why don't we tax people based on square footage, right? You can make a case for it. Cut the carbon footprint. You can make a case for it. Let's, cut, let's tax carbon. Again, Warren Buffett's not crazy. He at least brings up an argument. And an argument doesn't mean we hate each other. An argument means it's a mathematical you know, equation. People get way too bit out of shape. Go to robblack.com. Learn about the Palo Alto event coming up this Thursday evening. robblack.com. AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. And iHeart Radio Station. I spend way too much time thinking about who should be the next Bond girl. I haven't even seen the newest Bond. I hear it's all that in a bucket of chicken. Got Olivia Wilde in the head. Should be a good choice. Ashley Green, love the pixie cut, love the long hair, love the five foot five. Maggie Grace, her career's done very, very well. Started off as the spoiled survivor on Lost. Since then, she's done nicely. So I think about Bond girls. Amber Heard, she loves me, she loves me not. I play that game with myself a little bit too often. Kate Upton, she loves me. She loves me not. So what are you thinking about as far as investing? What do you see in 2013? It's a good question, right? Where are we going? We're on the road to nowhere, right? Not quite. I think the S&P 500 should end higher from these levels. If we get anything that looks like... Something digestible from Congress. We're not going to heck in a handbasket. Even in a worst case scenario, we're not. Record number of shoppers showed up for Black Friday this year. It's not telling you like, oh, everyone's so depressed. We spent less. We spent more. I think the big investment ideas for 2013. High quality mega cap stocks. Still in fuego. Dividends. In the final one, I'm going to talk more about Thursday evening in Palo Alto. From 6-9, Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning, but it's China. I started positioning bigger in China about three months, six months ago. You know, China was seen as having a hard landing, and I'm okay with that. You know, halfway through this year, we were saying, you know, it looks like it's going to be a tough, tough time. We see real data of an economic slowdown. And it's true. It happened. It's true that their stock market has exposed that for the last three years. So I think you have to look at China. And you can look at China a lot of ways. 
You could look at China with their stock markets. You could look at it as, hey, the U.S. economy is doing okay. We just saw it on Black Friday. On Black Friday, Americans bought a lot of Chinese crap, stuff made in China. It's very American to go out and buy stuff made in other countries the day after Thanksgiving. That stuff gets delivered to us via FedEx. There's big companies like Cummins, Apache, General Motors, Johnson & Johnson. They all have big exposure to China. There's a lot of ways to play it. SP 500 earnings yields above the U.S. high yield for the first time in history. People are going to continue. People are going to continue to go after high yield. That's not going away. And the high quality names, they're able to like manu- they're able to bob and weave through this. Buffett said something this morning that it's like the wealthy, you know, they in higher taxes they've still invested. It's not like they're going to say, "I've made my money now, I'm going to sit around and count it." People who are worth something still will figure out ways of of making more money, even in the higher tax scenario. Big companies have the ability to maneuver. They're not they're not small. They're not going, oh, boy, this Obamacare is going to kick me in the teeth. Now, again, small companies are important, but we're talking investing right now. We're not talking – what are we not talking? We're not talking something. Right? Are you with me or are you against me? Choose a side. 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. So I don't think it's going to be a glorious year next year. I'm going to come up with a full 2013 market forecast later. Not today. Closer to January. Every year I do it. What do you want to talk about? There's so much out there. It's like I'm finding myself frozen. Day trading. Buy and sell stocks during the day. A lot of people say, you know what? I'm going to sign up for that class. It's the free first class is free, or I can get a $99 Groupon class. First thing you have to understand is, if it's only that simple, limit orders, market orders, long short positions, spread, liquidity, volatility, volume. Technical analysis is important. I like seeing, you know, the history of Apple and big mega cap companies and how they correct. That when they make an intraday high for the year, are they going to pull back 10%? That cuts some of the risk for me. Do they tend to pull back 20%? That cuts more of the risk for me. It gives me my opportunity to get in. But making a decision just on a chart, I've never met a person worth a million dollars who's going to learn the magical support and resistance using market averages. You know, you can get into a class, you can get high-pressure tactics, take a second class, sign up for a newsletter, be incredibly cautious if it were only so easy. To get your calls in there, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. 
Drop me a tweet. Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. Twitter handle. YouTube. Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show on YouTube. Facebook group page. I hate Rob Black. Get your calls in the air. 800-516-1220. We'll talk to you soon. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. Street Business Network. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. What are your financial ideas that you want to talk about today? What questions do you have? Where do you see this economy going? Do you like U.S. bonds? Do you like the S&P 500 yield versus U.S. bonds? Do you like James bonds? Do you like Bond girls? What do you like? You need to tell me, because we need to talk, in my opinion. There's a lot to talk about. What's going on with this market? What is happening with Greece is not as important as what is happening with Black Friday. Apple up six today. Stock had a big week last week. Pulled back 20% from its all-time high. Citigroup initiated coverage of the stock today with a buy and a $675 target. Facebook up 7% today. BTIG analysts upgraded it from neutral to sell. What's worthy of note there is this guy's been right. This guy has been right. The analyst said at one point in time, sell the shares of Facebook on the IPO. Then he said, go neutral when the big November lockup hit. And now he's saying goodbye. Would I buy it? Eh, not so much, unless you know you're going to say instant performance doesn't mean that much. It's cute. I'll see where it takes me. Would I buy Apple? Yeah, I own shares of Apple. Goldman Sachs Day upgraded Yahoo, put it on its conviction buy list, $24 price target. I refer to it as Mercer Myers. Yahoo, and no longer the Yahoo of the past. They got a lot of capital, and it's sometimes why you look at a company and you revalue it. DreamWorks Animation, down 4% after the rise of Guardians, disappointed at the box office. It brought in only $32 million during the weekend. i got to be honest with you, like, I don't even know. I feel like I know Squadoosh, right? Doesn't it seem like at times we just get massively out of step with what's playing at the movie theater this weekend. Rise of the Guardians? Who knew? UBS initiated Dunkin' Donuts, or Dunkin' Brands, with a $36 price target this morning. They don't got Europe. They don't got exposure to Greece. They got 10% earnings per share growth. They got high free cash flow. Dunkin' can increase its dividend payout ratio. Could lead to a higher multiple. Now, again, how do you, who do you compare Dunkin' to? Well, you can start by comparing Dunkin' Donuts to Starbucks. That's your goal, is to compare. It's not to be right. It's to compare. It's to know that this game's tough. Back to that BTIG Upgrade today. It's actually only got upgraded to the neutral. I should be weary of not telling you that. 
They think Facebook payments revenue. They think the lever's gone. Thanks to Zynga's collapse. Facebook was pulling too hard on its main advertised revenue lever. They do see some significant upside to mobile. How will the Zynga movie end? That's a, a fascinating collapse. Who I find the CEO of Zynga to be obnoxious. Not so much for his looks. Not so much for his flaunt. But for what he does to his employees. His employees don't like working for him. It's always a key sign of a, is a business successful or not. Starbucks out this morning. Which, for the record, I could use a Versamo coffee machine. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke. Starbucks and Verissimo. That's another. Mobile for Facebook's going to go from almost zero to a big number. Selling coffee machines is going to go from zero to a big number for Starbucks. Why? Because I want one. I don't even drink coffee. But I want one for when I do drink coffee. But Starbucks is out there today saying, growth in China is going to be Good. They've just opened their 100th store in Beijing. Celebrating the first store in China market, led by all certified coffee masters. Elevating Starbucks coffee expertise and uncomprising Starbucks experience. Woo! They announced the launch of Starbucks China University. I would love to go to college to drink coffee. I think I can get straight A's in that. Keep in mind, I once drank coffee from the coffee bean that came from the butt of a monkey that came from a coffee tree that falls on the ground coffee bean coffee bush whatever you want to say said monkey eats coffee bean some farmer harvest monkey poop knock off the poop make coffee made from better from all the enzymes in the monkey's stomach I think that's or intestines or some, where do enzymes come from? I don't know. I don't know. Ask someone else. So I think I could get straight A's at a monkey Starbucks University, right? Don't we all? But that's how Apple's, that's not, not how Apple, that's how Starbucks is rolling, and it's smart. Set up an experience where you, you train people the same exact way, Set up an experience where it's consistent. Set up an experience that has standards. And now we get why they're doing so well. One of the things I started this hour with was three things to expect for 2013. One of them is big international companies with dividends. Another is China. Right? So when you think about China, how do you want to go about it as an investor? Do you want to go, like, I have no interest, and I'm surprised people do. I have absolutely no interest in knowing a Chinese company. I'd rather have companies that have exposure to China. To get your calls in there, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800 800- Five one six twelve twenty to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. 
price of TV sports already out of whack. It's going to get more out of whack. Fox Sports is close to reaching a deal to keep the Dodgers on their prime ticket cable network. It could run 25 years and cost at least $6 billion. The average price per season would be 240 to $280 million. You know who's going to pay for this? You and me. I'm not sure how, but we will. Mercedes-Benz landed Kate Upton for the Super Bowl commercial. Good God, she's a good-looking woman. Supposedly she's got the brain of a pinto bean, but... Good God, like... on the I, I refer to ugly people as they're on top of the ugly tree and they fall off and hit every branch on the way down. If on the, the pretty tree she was at the top, she hit every branch on the way down. I know you're saying, stop objectifying women, stop objectifying women, but she's so good-looking. See, that's a question for you. If you could date the best-looking person on the planet that had a brain of a pinto bean, would you do it? It's an intriguing question. Big event this Thursday evening in Palo Alto. Come meet Rob Black, last live event of the year. Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning, Thursday. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back again, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Larry Hagman is dead. The only reason I bring that up is Dallas. Not sure if you were alive when Dallas was on. I don't know who my listeners are anymore. But he was a bad guy. And the storytelling of primetime soap operas was pretty funny in hindsight. One whole season of Who Shot JR turned out to be a dream. Awesome, right? Like, you can have a season go so bad that the writers eventually say, let's just say it was a dream sequence. You do that, you pull that today, and there's going to be a revolt. You get your calls in there, it's 800-516-1220, it's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Who shot JR? Change TV. The Hoppa is changing TV. SP 500 down 10, NASDAQ down 11, Dow Jones and Dustle Average down 98. Let's welcome in CFP Chad Burton. Chad Burton is a financial planner. We talk retirement and wealth issues all the time. Let's talk about the concept of rebalancing your portfolio. I think we all know the concept while we're working. Keep a look at it. Make sure nothing gets too overweighted or too underweighted in your portfolio. Uh, That's when you're working. But Mm -hmm. what about in retirement? What concepts do we need to know? Well, let's talk about first why you rebalance because things like asset classes go through different rotation periods, and I've talked about the Cowan Periodic Table of Investments, and you can Google that and find this. And you can see the sectors or asset classes, as soon as they make, you know, they're the best place to be for two or three years in a row. Within a couple of years, they're the worst place to be in the last, in those two or three years in a row. And so when you see them hit the, ring the bell, especially for like three years in a row, or when you see an asset class like REITs all of a sudden rally up 15% when they're really a yield play, you know it's time to take some profits and buy stuff that's been down. Um, so you, you're always looking for your investment choices where you want a good 10-year average rate of return, and it's got to be risk-adjusted. In other words, low standard deviation, low beta. Um, and when you see something that has a great long-term rate of return sell off for a period of a year or two, that's when you want to buy it. 
that's when you get the real great returns that help you outperform in the long run on a risk-adjusted basis. So that's how you rebalance. The easiest way for, for a person pre-retirement to rebalance is to just turn on their re- automatic rebalancer on the 401K. Almost every single one has it, where every year at a certain month, um, it'll rebalance everything back to your original choices. A more active person will use their contributions to change their asset allocation and to rebalance. In other words, if they look in their portfolio and see they're overweight in large cap and underweight in international, they'll stop adding to large cap and start buying international. Make sense? Absolutely. But if um, you know, you're in retirement, it becomes a different story. Your rebalancing situation looks like this. You have your different pieces of your portfolio. I like your three years' worth of expenses in cash, a balanced portfolio, um, a dividend-paying stock portfolio, and some other income that's guaranteed for life. And so what I do when I rebalance and I look at things, the first thing I look at is how much of their three years' worth of expenses in cash did they spend? So if the market's positive for that quarter, I'll peel off enough out of the portfolios to replenish their cash. And then I'll look to rebalance inside the portfolios. So the first thing you look at is how can I always peel off the house money in the good times to replenish the cash that I'm spending so I always keep my three years' worth of, of safety reserve to get me through bad economies intact. Okay. So that's, that's, it's, it's really important to kind of monitor it a little bit more closely in retirement and more on a quarterly basis. Most younger people in their 20s and 30s, they could rebalance once a year and still be okay as long as they're actively saving. So for you at work, you're in your office, do you have a flag that says, take a look at, should I be rebalancing today, this month, this quarter? Like, when do you remind yourself, like, I need to do this? Um, well, it, it, on a quarterly basis, if the market's negative, you just rebalance inside the portfolios. Okay. But if the market's positive and it's in a big way, let's say it's a 7% quarter, for example. Right, which is what we had first quarter of 2012. Right. And so you, you talk to the clients that are retired, and you constantly have to remind them that you need the three years' worth of expenses in cash. So the quarterly review process becomes, look, here's what your portfolio did. What do your cash levels look like? Okay. Most of the time I can see on a wealth management site that we have for clients, I can see the amount of cash, and we can go ahead and send that to them. Gotcha. But it's an active communication situation. Uh, most of the strategies that I see people pitch out there are, here, I'm going to set up this strategy, and I'm never going to talk to you again. I'm going to sell you a bunch of crappy product. And then don't, please don't call me for 15 years. That's not how it should be in retirement. It's your money. It's the only thing that you have left to live on until you're 100 years old, so you better be a little bit more proactive about it. NBA is now starting to put advertisements on jerseys. Have you ever considered putting an advertisement on your business suit? Sell ads. <laughs> you're doing these quarterly reviews. I'm trying to think well, what would be on that. Something like Milk of Magnesia or something. <laughs> Depends. <laughs> depends. I like it. You're telling, you're telling me your clients wear depends. <laughs> nope. You're going on the record. Yeah. Okay, so what else do we need to know about rebalancing? Um, is it easier than we think? Is it something I, you should let a professional do? I think it's the hardest thing that people do because it's easy to buy, but the hardest time, the hardest thing that people have trouble with in investing is when to sell. Yeah. And so by creating pieces of your portfolio and a certain asset allocation level. So you have, you know, you got your three years worth of expenses in cash. That's something you have to keep intact. That means you know you have to sell gains in order to keep that intact. Okay. And then you have an, a, an asset allocation plan that has a certain amount in, in stocks, bonds, real estate, commodities, alternatives, all of that in the portfolio. You set those parameters and you know you have to sell when those parameters are out of whack. Okay. Um, I think that's about it for this topic. I think we've Beat it to death, so to speak. 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> you can meet Chad at an upcoming Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning event. You can find out more about those at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. You can meet Chad yourself. Say you need a CFP. Say this is you know rocket science to you. Say this is difficult stuff to understand and comprehend. Financial planners are good, good, solid ideas for people in retirement. You don't have time to make up your mistakes. Don't make mistakes. You can find Chad at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. It's Rob Black Show. Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black, or Cron, K-R-O-N, Rob Black. Like me. The more you like a radio show or television show, support it. I know it sounds crazy, but I can tell you numerous times, numerous times, management refers to emails, both positive and negative. The negative ones get laughed off. The positive ones get rewarded. So if you like someone, either on radio or television, email their bosses and say, I like this guy, or I like this woman. Speaking of liking, I like her a lot. Goldman Sachs just added Yahoo to its conviction list, raised its 12-month price target to 40, 24 bucks from 22 bucks. Main reason, they think the value of Yahoo's balance sheet, assets, and core business worth more than its current stock price. Google says Yahoo has purchased 54.4 million shares this year for about $860 million. Still, it's got $2.8 billion left to spend. Yahoo sold a $4 billion portion of its stake in Chinese internet company Alibaba. It told shareholders that it would use money to buy back its own shares. Goldman is less pessimistic about its core business thanks to improved revenue per search and forecast for upcoming cost reductions. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up this weekend. A black near me. Find me at robblack.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial money, investing, and much, much more. One of the things that I advise people to do is try it. You never know until you try. I know a lot of you hear day trading class commercials. You watch television and see the infomercials. Red light means sell the stock. Green light means buy the stock. And if you had followed our advice, you would have made thousands of dollars. Do you think if you could really do that, they would sell it to you? Do you really think that would happen? Do you think they would be buying an infomercial for $3,000, knowing that all they got to do is sell it to one person to make their money back? I would be very, very cautious, thinking that you're going to be the next big day trader. Ten stocks right now account for about 88% of the S&P 500 earnings growth. Ten stocks. So 88% of the S&P 500's earnings growth are tied to ten stocks. And this is tied towards next year. I mean... So goes these companies, so goes your S&P 500 in your 401k, 403b, 457. Some names make a lot of sense, like GE and Citigroup, IBM and J.P. Morgan. I absolutely understand their value in the S&P 500. Wells Fargo and Goldman Sachs. AIG's been a huge story. Bank of America. 
So what's interesting to note, these 10 stocks, Western Digital is number 10. And I go, what is going on here? Western Digital? They're important to the S&P 500 next year? You look at their earnings in this year's and next year's value, and you're like, whoa, it's cheap. Like, wouldn't it a company like SanDisk who makes flash memory and more devices are going in that direction? Wouldn't they? Wow. So what's even more interesting when you start taking a look at the top eight stocks, top ten stocks, and what they mean to the S P 500? As far as earnings go, and as these 10 companies go, so goes the S&P 500 next year. My job is to have you beat the S&P 500. My job is to have you beat 10 stocks. Apple accounts for 20% of the upside in earnings next year. Then Bank of America, then AIG, then Goldman Sachs, then Wells Fargo. These are names that I would own. None of these names do I look at in what I kick out of bed. None of these names do I say deal breaker. Well, the only one I kind of do, Western Digital, right? Name the type of hard drive you have in your computer right now, and you probably can't. Again, I'm not making fun of Western Digital. I'm just saying it's a commodity. When things get tough, I go to an expensive grocery store. And sometimes I go, you know what? It's pretty tough out there. Instead of getting the hormone-free milk, I'm going to get the milk induced with hormones. I love that stuff. Mothers who feed your kid hormone-free anything, you're crazy. You want your kid to be big and strong and like an ox and be able to play football and throw a ball at 100 miles per hour. Don't make them tiny and weak and feeble. Extra hormones. This milk brought to you by cows that look like Barry Bonds. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know you're saying that's a funny word, uh, way of pronouncing it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I got off track. Auburn fired their coach. Five coaches fired yesterday. The highest level of college football. Gene Chizik dismissed by Auburn University. Two seasons. This is what killed me when I saw this story. Two seasons after guiding the school to its first national championship. His game, his day ended bad. His team lost 49 nothing to the University of Alabama. It appeared that he had no roadmap, and that's why he had to go. His Alistair at Auburn comes less than two years after the Tigers, led by then-quarterback Cam Newton. Cam Newton. That name sounds familiar. Defeated Oregon 22-19 in a bowl championship series title game. Athletic director said, we will cherish the memories, but you got to go. Ain't that amazing? Former Heisman Trophy winner, Bo Jackson, is going to be on the committee to find a successor. Auburn's going to pay him $11.1 million to buy out the remainder of his contract. And his nine full-time assistants. He's going to be paid through 2015, 2016. You want to find out what's wrong with America? And why we pay so much for college? 
it's not him. I mean, trust me, the football program more than brings in money for that state university. But the mentality that she could pay someone $11.1 million to go away is what's wrong with colleges. The mentality that we need to bring in a professor to teach one course and pay them a quarter of a million dollars. He won the national championship two years ago. Like, he still smells pretty sweet to me. And again, I'm not going around smelling men. But if I were, he would still smell pretty sweet, right? This isn't tainted. Whoa, whoa, tainted love. Um, Fox to spend six to seven billion dollars to buy the Dodgers, according to Deadline Hollywood, the richest broadcast contract in sports history. Two hundred and eighty million dollars a year for twenty-five years, and Fox said, "Do it, or we're out. Make a decision by November thirtieth." Wow. The last deal that the Dodgers paid or got paid for TV rights, $40 million a year. So if you hate the Dodgers, you would cancel your cable TV. You would cancel any tie towards Fox Sports. You have to make this not go well for them. There's a huge value to the bottom line of media companies, of sports, because that's all they have that can't be copied. That's all they have that can't be replaced in some way, shape, or form is the live sports. You know, higher ticket prices, that's going to alienate fans. How do you stay competitive? Like, when I see a deal like this where they're going to get $250 million, they don't even have to put a good team on the field, but they can. Right? So, at one point in time, there was a guy named Tom Monahan who owned the Detroit Tigers. He was the owner of uh, Domino's Pizza, the founder of Domino's Pizza. Something that should be noted is that if you're like a Yankees fan or a Boston fan, you stopped ordering Domino's Pizza because every time you'd order a pizza, it gave them a chance to go out and spend money on a free agent. Now, free agent spending doesn't exactly mean you go out and win. Dodgers collapsed this year after they did a big free agent spree. Wow. Time Warner Cable paid $3 billion for 20 years for the Lakers. Fox paid $3 billion for 49% of the Yes Network, which owns TV rights to the New York Yankees for 20 years. Wow. That is a freaking lot of money. What's interesting to note, like, I'm a big spender. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm what target demographics want for a couple more years, and then I'm out of target demographics because I'll start getting to the point of, like, I've got everything I need. I'm still a guy who goes out and spends. But not on sports anymore. Like, I'm out of that. I don't... Any man wearing a jersey? Come on. Especially if you didn't play the game. Come on. It's a kid's thing. Seriously, it's a kid's thing. Women wearing jerseys, it's cute. It's sexy. You're not playing into the whole fantasy of, that's my team. 
They're not your team. They're not your team. Mary Shapiro is out at the SEC. I don't know what to say to that other than, okay, who will the replacement be? Socks are slumping amidst fiscal cliff worries. Elise Walter in as the next SEC chairman. SP 500 down nine. The NASDAQ down nine. Dow Jones and Russell average down 96. Pretty good Black Friday. I bring this up why? I know you said why? 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 Because the economy is okay. It's not falling apart. It's not heck in a handbasket. A year ago, a lot of things were a lot more dramatic. Italy was a lot closer to collapse a year ago. Spain was a lot closer to collapse. And I'm not saying they're okay now, but they're in a lot better position. If you look at their debt, it's not as stressed. I know you're saying, how's debt stressed? If I have to explain it, I don't want to. Marissa Meyer. Marissa Meyer's Yahoo. Goldman Sachs called it a conviction buy. And I kind of like the whole concept of Marissa Meyer's Yahoo. Anyhow, I'm going away. I need a couple minutes to myself. Be good to yourself. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on the Rob Black and Your Money Station, the Wall Street Business Network. Find me online at robblack.com. AM 1220 KDOW traffic. This Bay Area update is brought to you by... I'm going to where the challenge is... To Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Welcome back in. Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Got a big event coming up this Thursday at the Elks Lodge in Palo Alto. I would love to see you out for that. The market is silly. We know that any deal that's going to come out of Congress is going to have a lot of sausage making involved with it. We know that. We don't live in a society where our Congress says, you know what, we're going to do right by the American people, and we're going to lock ourselves in the office until we come up with a compromise. Number of kids injured in moonwalks and bounce houses skyrocketed from 1995 to 2000 and 2010. Is a parent wise to put their kid in a bounce house? It's a 15-fold increase. Like, I would put a bet that kids are going to get hurt. More than 30 youngsters a day are in the hospital emergency rooms. Fractures and sprains. 20% of the damage is done to the head or the neck. Oh, what a nightmare, right? Vacancy rates for apartment rentals are expected to remain low enough next year to make the landlord's market increase rents. Oi. Black Friday stocks. Or reacted to Black Friday results. 3.5% increase in retail foot traffic. Teen retailer, Arrow Postal, fell 5.5% today. Abercrombie and Fitch had strong acceptance. Stock moving higher. So it's 
good for Abercrombie's, bad for Aeropostale. Walmart slightly lower. Amazon and Best Buy both slightly up. Their fierce battle continues for the Cyber Monday. If anyone has an idea of what they need to get me for Christmas, I'll take over a smell. I'm not too I'm not too proud to beg. Please, 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 please. Guess what percent of Black Friday online sales came from Twitter referrals? The average Black Friday online shopper bought 5.6 items per order. That's down 13% from last year. The average shopping session was 6 minutes and 39 seconds online. The conversion rate of online shoppers, the people, the percentage of those who visited the site who actually bought something, about 4.5%. Mobile devices accounted for about 16% of sales. Smartphone and tablets, dominating. iPads are about 10% of site traffic. That's up from uh, 10% this year, up from 5% last year. iPhones, about 9% of site traffic. That's up from 5% last year. Mm. Only one-third, no, no, only two-thirds of 1% of Black Friday online sales came from Facebook referrals. Twitter, could it be a commerce platform? No, not yet. Commerce site traffic from Twitter was 0.00 percentage of Black Friday traffic. That's down from last year's 0.02%. How do you feel about that? How do you, how do you, how do you feel about dim apples? So Twitter not relevant. That's kind of interesting. Size Gangnam Style passes Justin Bieber's to be the most viewed on YouTube. <sighs> What's interesting about that is YouTube. When you get a billion users, a billion watchers, you're important to Google. You're really important. Google, executives at Google are dreaming up ways of how can they make this guy even more popular? Because he's helping our business. He's helping our platform. His eyeballs are going somewhere. Pandora has a problem with Rihanna. Pandora has fewer active users than Rihanna has Facebook fans. Pandora has 54.9 million active users. Rihanna has 63 million fans on Facebook. You can Facebook fan me. Cron Carolyn, Rob Black. So Pandora has claimed only a small part of the music listener universe. User growth at Pandora isn't very aggressive. It doesn't look like the company is going to double its user base anytime soon. Royalty companies. So there's a company called Sound Exchange. It distributes fees from online music companies. It paid out about $122 million to artists in the third quarter of 2012. Pandora most recently paid about $60 million of that. They booked about $90 million in ads for songs played songs. So even though Pandora is the biggest music streamer out there, they're just not that relevant. So lower royalties, higher royalties. She could certainly start her own online streaming service, Right. To get your call on the air, it's 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. 
Warren Buffett is mocking a guy named Norver. Grover Norquist? Grover? Who names their kid Grover? He encourages lawmakers to sign a pledge shutting tax increases. Warren Buffett's like, hey, asking someone to pay 30% of taxes over 500000 is not crazy. We used to do it. We could do it again. He pays less in taxes based on tax deductions than his secretary. He says there's, like, there's things that need to go away. And he's right. You know, carried interest, we don't necessarily need to have anymore. If you've made money on it and you're carrying it over, Cayman Islands mail drop can be central to tax maneuvering. That's not right. You know, Romney had investments in Ireland. And again, I'm not bust on Romney. He had investments in the Cayman Islands and Bermuda. Does that sound like an American thing? Or does that sound like he's sheltering his money? And again, the other side of it, he earned it. He's paid taxes on it. I don't believe in panic. You listen to me, Rob Black. Show Black your money. Elts Lodge, Thursday night, 6 to 9, Wealth Preservation Retirement Planning. Sign up at robblack.com. Robblack.com. We'll take a break here. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.